at episode 135 of the Waveback Music Podcast. My name is Chris. And I'm Matt. And we're here to listen to the most interesting video game music there is. When the Super NES launched, it had its work cut out for it. Fortunately, Nintendo brought their A-game with a small but incredibly memorable launch lineup, including a futuristic racing game that left a Mode 7 shaped impression on gamers everywhere. Don't touch those sides, because tonight we listen to the music of F-Zero for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Well, hello, Matt. Hello, Chris. How the heck are you? <laughs> I'm good, as everything? Ah, pretty good, pretty good. Yeah, I had a, had a, had a mortgage conversation before uh, this, this phone call, and it actually went well. So, uh, Ah, <laughs> the joys of being an adult. Yeah, <laughs> talk to somebody who's going to be able to, you know, do something I want them to do and make my life ever so slightly easier. That's impressive. It's really hard to come by nowadays. It certainly is. But I tell you what's not hard to come by is F-Zero for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness. Goodness. That's actually me. a pretty common game, all things considered, and it's on a yeah. you know, Switch Online. It's very, very easy game to play these days. Uh, but it is the 30th anniversary of the of the game, as well as the 30th anniversary of the launch of the Super Nintendo itself, which is pretty darn exciting I have to agree um, we already did Super Mario World a while back so this was kind of the other serious uh, launch title uh, right, we've already done Pilot Wings we've already done Super, uh, Super Mario World this is the this is the other one and uh, it's a pretty different soundtrack you know what I mean it's a mm-hmm. it's it's a pretty it's different from the rest of the series and well you know we'll, we'll talk about it you ready to roll Absolutely. All right, well, not roll, uh, hover, right? Because they're hovercraft. Correct. <laughs> Matt, <laughs> yes, hit us with some history. F-Zero was released 30 years ago in North America on August 23rd, 1991. It was one of a small handful of launch titles for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System designed to show off the exciting new technical abilities of Nintendo's fresh hardware. In particular, this game was a showpiece for a scaling and rotation technique made possible by Mode 7 one of the system's various modes that allowed programmers to take advantage of a number of features. The game itself was a lightning-fast futuristic racing game where touching the sides of the track caused serious damage, and falling off the course meant instant death. Its visuals left quite an impression, bolstered by the fact that the game itself was also rather fun to play. The game spawned a number of sequels over the years and even an anime series, but has since fallen on hard times. There hasn't been a new F-Zero release since 2004's F-Zero Climax for Game Boy Advance, which was only released in Japan. It remains one of Nintendo's most requested properties to be revived to this day. The game's music was composed by Yumiko Kanki and Naoto Ishida. It's an unusual soundtrack when compared to what came after it. While the rest of the series went into a very hair metal direction, while this one uh, has a more of a technological vibe. Yumiko Kanki has also written music for the until recently unreleased Star Fox 2, the Super Scope 6 pack-in cartridge, and ported the music for Tetris and Dr. Mario over to the Super NES. Naoto Ishida did sound design for the Super Game Boy, composed for one of F-Zero's sequels, Maximum Velocity, and did sound design for the BSX Satellaview add-on unit. So what is your history with this game? Ah, uh, so I had that friend that lived across the street, and he was one of the first uh, people I knew that had the uh, Super Nintendo. And um, a friend of mine also uh, down the block had 
the Super Nintendo, and I can't remember which one of them had it, but at some point they both had it. And we would just, oh my god, we'd play it endlessly. And yeah, like, it, we were totally blown away. Like, look at the backgrounds, look at that, look at all this, look at that, and like, oh my god, it's breakneck speeds. And, <laughs> you know, we just loved playing it. It was so much fun. I, we used to do weird tournaments, but not, I, I don't think this was one of them. We used to play things like Tecmo Super Bowl and have, like, bracket tournaments and things like that and nba jam <laughs> um you know we were kids but you know that's what we were doing uh and i feel like this should have been one of those games but it wasn't but um yeah i i, I remember playing i remember borrowing this and, and playing it just kind of non-stop and i love you know what i really loved i think most about it was the color palette to the game like for some reason i guess i agreed that the future was going to be very purple <laughs> so uh here we are in the future and it's not very purple so i'm a little disappointed but um you know what are you gonna do right um but yeah big fun live remember just having a lot of fun just wasting afternoons and evenings just just ripping down these courses and stuff yeah i um so we got a super nintendo pretty close to launch um and my we got the you know so it came with super mario world and then it was like me and my sister each got to pick one game. Nice. Um, Jess picked F-Zero, and I picked A Link to the Past, which wasn't out yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she got to take her game home, and I got to focus all of my attention on Mario World, which was fine by me. <laughs> so uh, that was the, I spent most of my time on Mario World, but Jess, she played the heck out of F-Zero, and then I got into it too. Like, I was kind of intimidated by it a little bit like i tried playing it uh when she first got it and i wasn't as good as her so i was like yeah i'll stick to super mario world but the more i watched her play it the more i wanted to to learn it too so i spent more time more and more time with the game i always picked the green the green car uh the the wild goose driven by pico uh and uh, yeah, the, the visuals really blew me away on this one because you know we're, I spent a lot of time playing stuff like Rad Racer um, on the NES and had seen stuff like uh, Outrun and arcades, and this was a totally different feel. It moved so smoothly. Um, you know, it, it was until later that I realized it wasn't actually moving in 3D. It was, you know, the track was one big, effectively one big sprite that they mm-hmm. then then scaled and rotated to move to make it look like you were racing around it over top of it so it's it's a really awesome technique we loved the way it was used in in pilot wings too but man i spent a lot of time on f-zero effectively mastering it to the best of my ability and my sister and i once i got the hang of the game we started going back and forth trying to beat each other's times um I was almost never able to beat her time. She was she was way better at this one than I was. But uh, I remember so specifically. I think it was the one of the sand ocean levels that where you went off the jump off the side of the course, and then there was another like set of jumps off course in the shape of an arrow. So it was like this crazy shortcut that you could jump right off the side and then bounce and then land back on the course. That was one of the coolest things ever. <laughs> You know, you say that, and it's not really ringing any bells. A lot of the stuff that uh, I keep thinking of is more the... I don't know how to explain it. Because they weren't Metropolis, but, you know, that, like, futuristic stuff. Like everything, yeah. But everything had that 
uh, heavy handedness to it. So but, I yeah, mean, it I was c- very comic booky. Like the, all the art design yeah. was very like the instruction manual itself was. I love that book. stuff. Yeah, so that's cool. so great stuff in there. I love the incredibly garish character designs. Like they're super over the top. I I, I love this game's look, and it was one of the weirder things about the uh, F Zero was a GX for GameCube was a phenomenal game that's way too hard for normal people to play Um, (laughs) but they also went kind of all in on this very not quite gritty but very CG rounded out uh, uh, cinematic sequences in between races and stuff for the story mode which were pretty cool incredibly Mm -hmm. weird but if they were to do a new one, it should totally be comic book style. Like that's what this that's what like F-Zero beautiful is Joe. About. Yeah, like beautiful Joe. Go complete cell shading with it. Make yeah, it, uh, it'd be so cool. Because Captain Falcon is just such a ridiculous character, and they've added so much to his personality in Smash Brothers over the years. And I love F Zero. I want a new one. It doesn't even need to be something special, right? They, there was an interview at one point where they said, "Oh, we just haven't thought of anything, you know, new and different to do with the series. Who it's cares? a racing games. Make new tracks, make it run. That's all I want. I just want bring, it to be fun racing. Game. Bring back the old tracks, revamp them. That's yeah, it. You're do like a, go, a best of between. Yeah, the the yeah. Go to tracks, pull tracks from all the previous games. Do what you did with like the courses in Mario Kart. Just revisit them. With yeah. modern technology and, and go to town. That's all you need to do. I don't. I don't need any new a new hook or anything like that. I just want F Zero. <laughs> but anyway, besides that, we're here to talk about the original game, uh, and it's super cool soundtrack. So let's get to work. Um, this high octane racing game had some really chill menu music, and that's gonna be <laughs> the uh, that's gonna be the first song that we listen to. As a matter of fact, it's, it's pretty short, uh, and this is this is kind of the thing with a lot of. Um, Super Nintendo games, like first-party Super Nintendo games, especially relatively early on. You think about stuff like Pilot Wings, uh, SimCity, this, uh, even the original Super Mario Kart. Like, they all have these really nice, catchy, super chill menu themes. Uh, so before we get to the actual races, let's go ahead and listen to Select Time Theme, uh, which is a nice, calming piece. Enjoy. Time theme, very elevator hold music, but also very pleasant. It gives me like this uh, this idea in my head of a cloud city. Like I I want I uh, but you know it's uh, oh man sorry I have like four things I want to say and they all try and come out at once. Um, okay, so a cloud city and it makes me think of like it definitely makes me think of like pixel art cloud city too. Um, and at the same time, it also makes me reminiscent for uh, the SimCity music. Um, uh-huh. it, it's got that same vibe to it, I guess. Maybe that's what it is for me. But uh, anyway, I think it's great. I like that. I could <laughs> I could totally listen to that for a little while. Like, well, I don't know, filling out paperwork or doing bills or something. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm a, you know, oh, I got to pay the rent. It would, make, it would probably make me hate 
uh, paying my bill less <laughs> if I had that, you know, playing in the background. <laughs> Very like, like I'm in a cloud city, but I'm waiting for an ATM to process my purchase or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, all right. You're on a, a people mover through a cloud city somewhere. <laughs> just waiting like, oh, I'm going to take out the rose and then go. To oh, here I am. <laughs> it's a very very pleasant tune yeah absolutely absolutely um, so uh well with that behind us let's let's get to the real yes. business now yes. we're gonna get to the songs that people know the songs that you think of when you think f-zero and particularly these these next two tracks are the ones that were reprised in the quite frankly absurdly uh successful mario kart 8 um, they have two F-Zero tracks in the Mario Kart 8, so a lot of people have heard the, the fancy new versions of these songs, but these are the originals, and we'll start at the start, the first level of all three flavors of, uh, of uh, all three types of track sets in F-Zero. Mute City is the futuristic city that you race over. This is the one of the tracks that's reprised in, I think, every F-Zero game to some, in, to some degree. Granted, I haven't played all the Game Boy Advance ones, but regardless... Mute City, this is the F-Zero track. Let's give it a listen. Enjoy. City, and boy, do I love that tune. I love the way it starts that, uh, it's, uh, I'm trying to, how, how to put this in the words, the, the, the big, like, the bass note, the doom, doom, that note that kind of is carrying the beginning of it, the, it doesn't quite match up with, like, the bass that's kind of playing underneath it almost like seems like it comes in like a, a, a eighth of a beat sooner it gives it this really weird echoey effect almost in in the, the base of it and makes everything sound really 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 deep for the beginning of the song like it's got an incredible depth and 
One of the things I love so much about doing an episode like this, and this soundtrack in particular, is that it was, I, I've said it tons of times before, I used to like hold microphones up to my TV screen and like, that's how I'd record the music, but these, these songs you could never really hear properly, well I guess you could if you paused it, but um, yeah, there, was always be, there would always be like that little bit in the beginning, like you always hear the sounds of the cars running the whole time, so really listening to these, these songs unencumbered is, a, is always a fun experience for me. Um, so what you were saying about the beginning, that it, that intro, it, I think it's the perfect, um, I think it's the perfect track to start a race, because uh, you know most video games that do, um, you know, racing, they you always have the green light, you have to wait for the countdown, and I feel like that's the perfect kind of like get you going uh, music to get you ready for that countdown to you know to take off and try and you know take over first and and. Uh, I think it's fantastic. I, I, I like. I, I really do like you said, like that big bass that boom, boom. Like it's great because the the counterpart to it is this, uh, you know, synthy, you know, very like. If it were a guitar, it'd be like, you know, you can imagine some kind of like uh, heavy chunk to it, and then that bass just giving you kind of. Um, you know, for lack of a better term, to give it a kind of a melody to kind of like, you know, it, it's like when I feel like when people listen to heavy metal and stuff, there's a lot of different tempos going on to create the overall sound picture. And so uh, I personally like to find the tempo that's not so blatant, like the, 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 the. like, yeah, okay, that's it's straightforward. You get it. It's going to be, you know, probably four on the floor and just go forward. But that bass gives you the ability to kind of like slow nod like ooh yeah all right this is pretty dirty i like it so yeah this this is a if you ask me this is a great opening track to a, to any racing game period yeah definitely agree with you there made a great great first impression for a proper uh, for a proper race and uh, you know cuz you, you had the uh, the title screen music which we we opened the episode with uh, but it was a pretty straightforward thing, and you got to see some of the racing there. But this was when you really got your hands on it. Once you finally get your hands on the racing, in this such an intense tune, and then once the drums kick in, and it's all very high fidelity. You know what I mean? None of it sounds, mm -hmm. none of it sounds super compressed. It's a really, really nice sounding soundtrack. So, well, then let's move on to probably the second most uh, most well-known track in all of F-Zero, and that is the uh, music from Big Blue. This was also reprised in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe for the Switch, with, a, with which approximately 85 trillion people have now played. Uh, <laughs> the game has sold a just... A, a, frankly insulting number of copies it's just it's, <laughs> it's, you just look at it and say how dare you but uh no this is a great tune and uh let's let's listen to it here's big blue from f-zero enjoy
was Big Blue. A cool song. <laughs> I'm rather fond of the, uh, or I guess guitar solo kind of thing they got cooking on there. Like the, I just love how nuts the, the main melody seems to get towards the end of the end of the loop there. And uh, it's good, good high energy tune. Very memorable. Uh, like it. This is a, I don't know, this has got to be like one of my favorites, uh, period. <laughs> um, it's just such high energy. It's so perfect for a racing game. I mean, it, I you can hear this in other games too, but like this one just crushes for this game. Um, yeah, the the leads just there's like two or three different leads in this that like one is better than the other one, and like how's that even possible? Um, <laughs> I even love like when it breaks away and it's just kind of the drum, the the snare and kick, and it's the the hits, you know, bam, 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 mm-hmm. you know, like that's great. You're just like playing with dynamic giving the song uh you know dimension and then just kind of ripping right back into that that main chunk it's great it's just i i don't know that i can't think of more words to just talk about how good it is (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's just it's just so stupendous like i like i'm i actually have it playing while i'm talking about it it's like so super low and i'm just that that like synthesized excuse me that uh, synthesizer lead is just so cool. Like, you know some dude was just jamming hard on that little <laughs> modulation bar that's yeah. on all la- um, on all keyboards and stuff. Uh-huh. Wow. It's, but it came out great. It's like, it's, there's like nothing cheesy about it. It's like the perfect level of like synthesizer rocking. Yeah. It's, it, it's great. It does. It, it absolutely rocks, but without attempting to make anything sound like a guitar. Like it's right. very, it's very electronic sounding, but it also has a lot of guitar solo sensibilities, you know. Right, because a lot of those synthesized guitars sounded like trash. Yeah, they, you, you, the first time you heard, it, you're like, "Don't why? Why'd you buy? You didn't even don't. You're, you're, you're insulting my intelligence <laughs> by doing that." <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, like I, uh, fantastic. They did a great job. All right, so let's pick up on our next track we're heading over to the the sand ocean is it wet is it dry let's find out here's sand ocean enjoy
Sand Ocean, and what a cool change-up that is, huh? It really is. Uh, <laughs> again, a lot of these games um, are great in that it keeps the intensity. So it's another track that is, uh, you know, kind of pulse-pounding for racing. It, it, you know, it locks in with the, um, the speed at which the game feels like it's going, which, you know, again, through Mode 7 and a lot of little other tiny tricks... You know, you, you really feel like you're doing, like, Mach 1 or something on some of these levels. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it was, you know, bri- sheer brilliance to to marry these two, to create these, you know, pulse-pounding pieces to, to put into the game. I couldn't think of another P word, sorry. <laughs> I was just wondering, if you are you still trying to think of a P word? No, no, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, lo- I'm long done. I'm, I'm over that. I, I mean, I am, but I'm not... I'm not going to make the audience sit and listen to me, him and Holland, think about that. <laughs> I might come up with it in an hour at the end where I go, oh, this is preposterous. I mean, I could come up with a ton of other P words, but none of them <laughs> are equal to, you know, level or game or, oh, to put into the product. There we go. Boom. Nailed it. <laughs> I'm sorry you all came with me on that journey. <laughs> I, I cannot give you that time back. but no, I, It was, it was I a good a, trip. I like the scenery. It was great. I do, do appreciate you all. <laughs> <laughs> Please stop me from babbling. I like the. I love how this is in like what 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 time signature is that like six eight or something like. Oh boy, it's, I have it's no a idea. weird one. It yeah. definitely is not just a straight four four rhythm, which is uh, which is super cool, and it's yeah. got this like really really like really really fast drums going on underneath, like really laying it down uh, uh, deep in the mix. There, it's a it's a super super cool piece of music. It's. Uh, I don't know what else to say. Like it, like it, like it a lot. There you go. That's all you need to say. So let's move on. Yes. Let's move on to a. <laughs> let's move on to a, a track name that I've been described as Deathwind. <laughs> uh, I, I loved this track because um, this 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 has like this really nasty wind blowing after the whole time you're playing it. So it's like. Oh, is this track's just a novel. This will be fine. But then the wind starts blowing you all over the place, and it's actually a pretty, pretty tough track. Um, and I also liked it because it was very green, and green was my favorite color when I was a kid. There you have it. There you have it. <laughs> and here's, here's Deathwind. Enjoy.
right there is Deathwind. That's an interesting tune, huh? Like, there's not a lot of music going on there. It's just really like a pretty straightforward bass line and a whole lot of percussion. Yeah, it feels a lot more like uh, something I would kind of listen to um, uh, musically from, you know, like weird avant-garde uh, industrial acts <laughs> out of Germany or something. Um, <laughs> I dig it, though. I, I definitely dig it. I like the how much it, it messes with stereo sound, you know? Like, it's panning yes. all over the place. It's a really, really good track for this track. Ha! <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, just because it, it, you know, it works. Like, it's not that complicated of a tune, mm-hmm. um, but it's very chaotic, which is exactly what this track is. It's not a complicated track, but it's pure chaos because of the wind, which is blowing throughout the entire track. Uh it's a good one. It's very, very memorable. It's it's somehow catchy without having any sort of real hook to it. It's pretty impressive. How you did that? Yeah. Okay, uh, let's move on to the next one, which is called Silence, which is anything but. I <laughs> can't say I've ever really understood this, like, why this stage was called Silence. Um, it's a, This is a really cool song. I love this song. I love this track. Um, but it's uh, it's not quiet. So let's give it a listen. Here's Silence. Enjoy. Silence. What'd you think of that one? Um, it, it it still somehow manages to keep that uh, pace of I was talking about earlier about uh, you know racing game soundtracks and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's definitely um, different. It 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 falls away differently from some of the other uh, pieces we've heard and and some other stuff on the soundtrack, but not necessarily in a bad way at all. Like I'm I don't, I don't mean to be saying it that way. No, um, it's it's it is definitely less um. I don't know if less abrasive is the right word, but it's, it's intense. far more. Yeah, it's it's less intense. It's far more pleasant than uh, the other the other tunes we've listened to. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's um, I I mean, uh, yeah, it's it's not as abrasive. I think I do think uh, <laughs> those horns are a little intrusive, <laughs> but uh, but other than that, I think it's another solid uh, solid track. Yeah, I like the, the, the little hi-hat they got going on over the beginning. It's It's got a the, the weird, I guess, vibrato vi- vibes, vibraphone, whatever the little... Whatever's happening, whatever instrument choice there was for the beginning of it mm-hmm. uh, is a very 
again, very elevator music kind of thing, kind of like that um, the the select time theme we listened to right at the beginning of the episode, and it's it's got a weird like almost calming sound to it, uh, but the song is not calming at all. It's very driving. No. It's very yeah. uh, you know up up tempo as it were. No. It's a neat neat tune. I, this one's always kind of stuck with me. Silence was a really cool looking area. Um, not sure if it was. And now I'm like drawing a blank, uh, drawing a weird disconnect between this and Port Town, because um, they were both very purple, I think. But either way, good stuff. <laughs> so let us uh, let's head on down to Red Canyon. Uh, this is another one of my uh, favorite tunes. As a matter of fact. Um, this track in particular was what I was thinking of before. It wasn't the Sand Ocean stage with the arrow. I think it was Red Canyon. And I think it was Red Canyon 2 in particular that had that jump that we went off right off the side of the stage, land on an arrow, and land back on it. It was super cool. And this is a mm. really fun song. This has got a really good bass line. So let's give it a listen. Here is Red Canyon. Enjoy. <laughs> Baseline rules. <laughs> I love that baseline. This like—it's almost like the song itself doesn't matter. Like the 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 main hook of it's pretty neat. Yeah, you know, it's fine, but it's that baseline that just brings the whole thing together for me. I love it. Uh, I will agree with you. I thought that was a pretty pretty sick track, honestly. Um, Where everything the, uh, drops except the kick drum. <laughs> everything. I drops. mean, I'm I'm such love a big. It. I'm such a big fan of that dynamic trick. You know, oh, yeah. if, if a band does that in real life, I'm like, uh, I'm your fan now. <laughs> um, <laughs> but where it's important. Dy- dynamic. Yeah, where do I sign? Where uh, Where can I get all your discography on vinyl, even though I don't have a vinyl player, <laughs> sir or madam? Thank you. 
Um, uh, but I'm a big fan of dynamic. I think it's very important, you know. Um, and maybe maybe not so much in a racing game where, you know, it's it's literal pedal to the metal and you just from start to finish you're just going. But even still, that stuff's kind of important. You give it give the give the uh, the player some kind of something, reward them a little bit. And this is this is no short of no shortage of rewards there. Like that's great. The the percussions are fan friggantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I even like I what I like more about the bass itself like its composition is the actual tone chosen yeah. like it's it's a nice kind of funk tone that just so and it cuts through the whole mix and it works so freaking well agreed yeah this is a really fun really fun track really fun race um so let's keep going let's race on to the next one wow <laughs> i can only use that joke once uh, uh, you will try to do it as many times as possible, though, I guarantee. All right, so this next one is uh, one of the only versions of... Uh, one of the only songs in the game that has multiple versions in it. Um, Whiteland and Whiteland 2 both have different versions of this song. Uh, I chose the Whiteland 1 version because uh, I think it's better than the Whiteland 2 one. They're both pretty similar, but Whiteland 2's got some weird clicky percussion going on. It's a, it's a strange, strange track, but... This is a. This is also a pretty strange track. They're pretty fun. White Land One. I can't remember. Did we cover this in um one of our winter specials? Maybe. Oh, I have no idea. I can barely remember yesterday. <laughs> Either way, here's White Land One. Enjoy. That was Whiteland One from F Zero, and to put the the question to rest, Whiteland we listened to the the version of Whiteland that was in Stunt Race FX, which is a completely different song. Aha! But also made by Nintendo. Uh, and, <laughs> and I had written down this song to be included in this year's Winter Special last year. So now that we're doing <laughs> this episode in August. 
I think uh, I'll have to do. I'll just put White Land Two in the winter special. There you go. There's oh your, no! There's what your preview. Will we ever do? Uh. <laughs> I'm looking at the list of like songs for the the next. Uh, I just threw down a couple of tracks that I came up with last year that didn't make the cut for the last episode. I was like, oh okay, all right, cool, cool. There it is. I got right three on. three tracks picked up for picked out for next year already. Nailed Man, it. you're a monster. Yeah, I'm you ready. Just, <laughs> you're just all kind. You're like a Boy Scout, always prepared. Well, yeah, three tracks in for the winter. Nothing <laughs> picked out for the spooky special nope. at all. So not even. Nope. Yeah. I I can't even fathom that right now. That that's October. That's I gotta make it through Metroid. All right, <laughs> Metroid Dreads happen in the beginning of October. I can't. Think I about can't Halloween wait yet. for that. I am so excited. Uh, anyway, speaking of this song, though, uh, it's a f- fast-paced yes. tune. It's got a really good driving rhythm to it. Uh, I I rather like this one. It's uh, it's got a lot of it's got a lot of weirdness in it. There's a lot of like like little kind of drones going on, a little bendiness to the instruments. But it definitely has a a frozen feeling to it, but also very fast and just a little offbeat. I like it. Yeah, there's a lot of like again. I'm listening to it uh, very lowly in the background, and I because I'm I'm really big in this one. I like this one a lot. Um, there's there's just uh, first of all the very intro to it, the trilly little you know harmony notes yeah. are just great. I don't know. I, I feel like when I hear that, oh, we're in for something now. You know what I mean? <laughs> like here it comes. <laughs> um, and like the main. If this were like a song with lyrics and stuff, like I feel like the the verse part is good. I it might even be kind of the weakest part, but then like once they introduce that secondary melody, the like it just takes it to a whole new level of like awesome. And I just think like this is this goes back to what I was talking about before about having a soundtrack um, that pairs well with its game. This is you said it, it's it's uh, fast paced. Uh, it keeps in rhythm, or it keeps on theme, on brands, if you will, with the idea of a racing game, and it's it's great. Yeah, it's a really, really fun, really fun, wintry, and man, these tracks were so hectic, because these ones, I I feel like it's, if I remember correctly, these you play back-to-back, Whiteland and Whiteland 2, which is weird, and they both involve, like, crazy hard jumps that come right after turns, and if you mess up on a jump, you're toast. That's it. Your race is done. So you got to get up enough speed to make it over these jumps that actually just like there's a gap in the course between you and the other end. And man, I remember these levels being particularly stressful. Yeah, I, <laughs> I hate and I love stuff like that. Like things that like one one video game really sticks out of my mind is that there's a level in God of War, the original that I must have played a thousand times because I kept dying on it. And there's a lot of little these uh, there's a lot of these little moments in video game history for me. Uh-huh. And there are certainly uh, some that exist in racing games where I'm just like, oh, I keep coming in second, or like, oh, I can't make it past this jump, or this turn keeps wiping me. You know. Uh, but that's what make game. That's what makes gaming fun for me is like consistently getting battered by the ocean and then mm-hmm. finally conquering it like ah stick it in your pipe and you smoke it stupid ocean <laughs> i don't know what the hell i'm talking about anymore please take over <laughs> jesus take the wheel <laughs> all right let's take the wheel and drive it on over to port town oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so uh, here's Port I hate Town. this show. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I love this show. <laughs> there was an episode of Syphil and Ollie where, like, just one of the sketches started with, with Syphil going, Oh, God, I hate this show! <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, okay, it's going to be that kind of episode. <laughs> All right, so let's listen to Port Town. There was a Port Town. There was a Port Town 2. They both have the same music. I'm pretty sure you played Port Town 2 before you played Port Town 1. Again, one of the weird idiosyncrasies of F-Zero. Anyway, here's Port Town. Enjoy. anxiety song for me because there's one particular turn in this track that's like this really nasty u-turn and it took me a long time to get good enough at making that turn oh that nasty hairpin i know exactly what you're talking about (laughs) i hate any racing game that thinks it's cool to throw in a hairpin turn like who are you (laughs) stop how dare you this game's supposed to be fun that thing comes out of nowhere. It's like, and and then it goes nowhere. You're like, what the? Now I'm just going back the other way. What's wrong Seriously. with you? Tune itself, very cool. I, I like the song. Um, again, just it, it's so tied to that specific hairpin turn <laughs> in my head. You'll but never song, get away from it. The song itself is a lot of fun. I like how there's like kind of a um, an echo going on to the the bass drum itself. Uh, it's got a good driving rhythm, and it's a it's a pretty memorable song. Um, yeah, I mean, I can't I can't refute you on any of that. I, that baseline is is the driving force behind it. As is, I mean, baselines are usually the driving force behind a lot of stuff that's um, you know not running parallel to its um, 
guitar counterpart or what have you but uh in this case it's certainly like that bass line is right out front again they it's yeah. mixed these tracks are mixed so well that everything sits in a in its own proper place nothing is overshadowing anything else um even when you have these great melodies playing on on the i don't know i guess on top if you want to you know uh see it in your mind's eye even those melodies that are playing on top they don't uh you know they don't take away from this driving bass line and the percussions and stuff and i think that's um i personally think that's probably one of the best things about this soundtrack so far is that everything has its place and you could hear it all equally and it just comes together so 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 well yeah it's it's a much like this uh, entire soundtrack is rather masterful um i love it <laughs> Well, uh, for lack of anything else to say about Port Town, uh, it's time to get to our last track, which is Firefield. This is uh, this is the nightmare course. This is the one that's just super difficult, and there's fire everywhere, and because uh, <laughs> it's Firefield, it's very aptly named. So uh, it, it's fun, it's cool, and this is probably the most. Um, I'm trying to remember exactly how this tune goes. I think this is um, one of the more um, angry sounding songs on the soundtrack. Yay! Like the 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 bass line. It's like the bass instrument just sounds mad at you. So, <laughs> uh, so let's give it a listen. Here's Firefield. Enjoy.
you go. Fire field. See what I mean? That base just seems angry at me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I I can't get past that. Um, I think it's I I love it. I absolutely love it. I think it's 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 such a great great piece of music. I, again, I'm listening to it under under my talking and um, just another track again that's you know driving. Uh, you know how ironic for a driving game. Um, you know, and it's. It's it's got the uh, the pulse pounding, which you know I'm sure is I don't remember you know playing it back then, but I, I can only imagine if I was hearing this, I'd be like, yeah, we're we're going a thousand miles per hour, ah, king of the world, you know, <laughs> the mode seven <laughs> graphics on my little you know 19 inch color TV, um, you know, trying to keep up. Um, there's there's like a pseudo, I don't know what you want to call it, like a, a pseudo stringed instrument, and like it's very clearly synthesizer but it works so freaking well like again going back to what we were saying before it's like it's not cheesy at all it knows exactly what it's doing and knows exactly what it is it's like perfect selection perfect instrumentation selection like i love it yeah i completely agree with pretty much everything you're saying it's very it's very appropriately intense for uh this particular stage which is like you know here's your your big finale so of course it's got a it's a unique level it's got unique music um, to the rest of the game, and it's uh, it's it's very fun. It's very fun to hear, uh, but it's also nice and appropriately stressful and whatnot. It's a it's a it's a good tune. It's a great tune, even. I I, I love it. Yes. Sorry, <laughs> I was I didn't know what else to say. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of kind of stupid it out today, and my brain's <sighs> all uh, floating in a jar right now over on the other side of the room. No Is it labeled Abbey Normal? It is. How did you know? Well, I put it there. <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, that that kind of wraps things up on F Zero. That that's a wrap that's on the F Zero. Um, this was a fun. This was a fun one. Good, good high energy way to spend my afternoon. I'll uh, just just finish up here and get it edited and out to you folks as soon as I humanly can. Any final thoughts before I close things out? Um, apart from the fact that like. I never really realized how much I needed a new F-Zero in my life. Mm. So, like, if anyone listening to this has any kind of anything to get that made, like, just do it. Like we said before, just, you don't have to make anything special. Just, just beef it back up and, and just make it the same game. Like, and I can't, I can't, can't even imagine what it would be like now with, with modern console graphics and, like, the processing power, like, You'd probably actually genuinely be going like Mach One, and, and that that's just excites th- me. That's the thing when you say it doesn't have to be anything special. That would be something special. F Zero itself is inherently special. So correct. Just do that. You, it's just like just like Star Fox. Just do Star Fox. You don't need to make it a whole big re. Like just do Star Fox. That's all I want. Yeah, you don't reinvent the wheel. Yeah. You have plenty of other franchises that you could reinvent the wheel on, up, down, backwards, and forwards. Nintendo reinvent, reinvents wheels all the time. But sometimes they do, like, they're Mario Karts. They're not drastically different from one to the other, and that's fine. Just just do that, again. Give me more. 
<laughs> or just give me this. Just give me this. Or give me death. Yeah. In that order. Anyway, uh, let's... <laughs> That's going to wrap it up. That's a th that is it for us today. Join us next time. Oh, this is going to be an interesting one. Join us next time for more anniversary goodness. This is our year of anniversaries. As we die into a game, a die, a death, okay. worth. Okay. <laughs> as we sure. dive, we dive into a game that I'm pretty sure neither one of us is familiar with at all. It's time for the 25th anniversary of the original Crash Bandicoot for PlayStation. Aha! That's where you're wrong, Christopher. Oh, you you are a, a Crash Bandicoot aficionado. Oh, okay, maybe you uh you aren't wrong. <laughs> I've played Crash Bandicoot one from start to finish, and we will talk about it when that time comes. Oh, that's I am genuinely Th interested to hear your thoughts on this it because this I may be the only time that I don't pick a game that I can talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty exciting. I have played... The only Crash Bandicoot I've played is the first handful of levels in the new remake, the Insane Trilogy. Uh -huh. So I've played some of the first one and stopped because it was not fun. <laughs> so I'm very interested to hear your, your thoughts on the original Crash Bandicoot and where it goes from uh, from where I left off. So yeah. Hooray. Okay. That's, that's pretty fun. Interesting. We here at the Waveback Podcast are incredibly grateful to everyone who listens, and we love communicating with you when we can. We have a couple of ways you can do that. There's the Geekade Discord channel, in which we have a Waveback chat, where we frequently discuss all manner of stuff relating to a video game, relating to video game music and whatever our next episodes are going to be. We also have a Waveback forum page over on Facebook, which you can find by searching Waveback on Facebook. Of course, you can always still send us an email at mail at geekade.com, and while you're at it, check out all our social media channels, which you should totally follow, like, and subscribe to if you haven't already. And be sure to check out all the other great content we have on our site over at geekade.com uh let's see uh endless dnd yeah we're still there it's awesome. uh still there and the, the world's longest one shot yeah still there um still waiting to have that big fight uh you know life happens and uh everybody in the game it's it's summertime we started to get back to normal and uh you know some people went and um, made some plans and there's birthdays and that's life so uh at the current moment i'm not entirely sure when we're going to be back but we will be back because we have a giant fight and we're probably all going to die still because that doesn't change um yeah uh i look i look forward to seeing you guys on our twitch channel that's uh twitch.tv backslash uh, Saturdays at uh, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard. Awesome. And I will promote uh, the new issue of Nintendo Force Magazine. I write for Nintendo Force Magazine. It's a physical magazine. It gets mailed out to your house. Uh, check out NintendoForceMagazine.com. Uh, find ways to subscribe. It's pretty inexpensive. It's like five bucks an issue. Uh, each issue comes with a poster. And this new issue that just came out or is just coming out, uh, I interviewed Kevin Eastman because it's a what? Full... Yeah, it's a Ninja Turtles themed issue. It comes with a Ninja Turtles poster for the new Shredder's Revenge game, and I got to interview Kevin Eastman for the magazine, and it's in there. It's super cool. I also reviewed Blaster Master Zero Three and Ninja Gaiden uh, Master Collection, and I got to do a couple of write-ups on Ninja Turtles Two, the arcade game for NES, and Turtles Three: Radical Rescue for Game Boy. Um, this issue is going to be nuts, and uh, the interview was super fun. So, and it's exclusive to this magazine. So, go check out NintendoForceMagazine.com. That's freaking cool as hell, man. Yeah, it was uh, definitely one of the highlights of my uh, 
well, I guess career. It's uh, your journalistic career. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to leave you tonight with the ending theme from F Zero. You may recognize this tune if you've played the F Zero courses in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, because you probably have. Because at this stage in the game, I'm pretty sure more people on the planet have played that game than haven't. Um, it just continues to sell insanely well. But it's a fun, fun little tune. Great little celebratory. You finish the race and you still, you're still alive. Have fun, kind of a tune, and I'll see. We'll see you next time for some Crash Bandicoot. Have a good one. Thank you.